Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not a physician. No, he's not, boys and girls, but he is the D.O.C. It is a Tuesday in the nation's capital and beyond, and you should know what that means. That's right. The doctor is making a house call. Yeah! Fire it up when you hear this music. All you canines, rise up and salute the man. Not the myth. The legend. We need something probably to go in between to substitute for myth. The Super Bowl champion. My pal, the DOC, Richard Doc Walker. What up, Doc? Brother Rooster, I am uh, I'm here. I am excited to be here and uh, looking forward to getting back in the victory column. It's not the same without celebrating success, but it is what it is. It is not a moral victory. Um, as B. Mitch called it yesterday, a learning loss. Mm-hmm. A learning loss. You could say a learning lesson. Uh, it is uh, a valiant effort, but it's not good enough. And we shouldn't be a town and a city, although I fear that we are, that just accepts moral victories and close, but no cigar. And I know you yeah. brought your cigar in. Well, always. Right, because that's your style and that's yeah. your thing. Uh, and I, I I mean, it's just synonymous with you. And I didn't lose. Right. Yeah. You didn't lose. No, no. They I'm did. still winning. Right. You're never close but no cigar. No. You are the whole damn cigar. Yeah, but I've had it blow up in my face before. Yeah. But it, the idea is that coming off a disastrous performance against Buffalo mm-hmm. and then looking at the progress, that my doubt was that, Will Sam recover? Mm-hmm. He recovered instantly. Uh, Bienemy coming off an embarrassing performance by his unit, he recovered. So they showed you great upside in that against the champions of the NFC, on the road, they came in and did not wet the bed. Mm-hmm. They performed. And it's sad to not have been able to walk out. It would, been, it would have been three or four in a row in South Philadelphia. It would have been that victory would have been starting to claim that's my house. 
And when you can do that against the bullies on the block, that is promising. Hell of a lot to pull out of it that's positive more so than negative. But the bigger challenge is this Thursday night because everybody and their brother thinks that there's no way the Bears can win, and that's just not true. If you watched that game last year on Thursday Night Football at Soldier oh, Field. My heart's still beating over that. The Bears should have won that game. Very could have. Very they well should have won that game. Yeah. Now, you can make an argument that they are worse currently than they were a year ago, but they could have and should have won that game. We'll get into it. We'll break it all down. We'll talk with you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. We'll get, obviously, into the cleanup, uh, what some of the things we didn't get to yesterday uh, during three hours. We had Jay. We had Ron. We had all of your calls, but we'll continue to take your calls at 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Interact Ace Law. I'll help you get a check. Call my guy Eric. Tell him the rooster. Uh, and 980 sent you uh, at 8888-ACE-LAW. That's 8888-ACE-LAW. And um, help yourself out if you need some help. And everybody needs help, including the commanders. The Bears obviously need a lot of help. Uh, but we'll get to all of that. And maybe Jack Del Rio needs a lot of help. Uh, and that's where we're going to start here uh, today. But, but first, Doc, before we do that, you know, I came back from Philadelphia. I had a, an awful odyssey. You know, when we used to fly with the team, it used to take us 28 minutes in the air, 10-minute yep. bus ride, you know, from Ashburnistan to uh, Dulles, right? Whiskin, the private terminal. Lenny, the legend, would get us in, checked out, right? Uh, we'd have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, uh, you know, ham and turkey sandwiches. Pat like Malley, traveling with the team. Yeah, Pat Malley would shove about 18 pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah. into his backpack, yeah. all that stuff, right? We'd travel in class. And we'd be there in less than a half an hour. Yep. So Sunday, it took me almost five hours to get to Lincoln Financial Field's press box. Commitment, man. A, a, a Just an odyssey of epic proportions. I I, I, I broke it down on, on JP and B. Mitch's show yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get into it on this show. I, I did it on Twitter. It was just a classic debacle, right? So then just to make things worse, I had one assignment besides going to the game, going to the locker room, analyzing things. It was, hey, man, can you bring back some pretzels from Philadelphia? Okay. Do you think I succeeded? Yes. I did not. I failed. I I I didn't know you had failure in you. Because what happened was there was a bunch of pretzels in the press box. Right. And I said, oh, I'm going to grab them later on. They do a good so job. That, right? So they do an excellent job. I'm mm-hmm. going to grab them later on so I can bring back some Philadelphia pretzels, as I was assigned to do by one Matthew Essig. Mm-hmm. And then, poof, the magic dragon, they were gone. Just gone. So I couldn't bring those. Then I stopped at a Wawa mm-hmm. on the way. They didn't have any more pretzels at like 8.30 Sunday night. Everybody had been pretzeled out. So what did I do today? Because yesterday was a disaster as well. I was watching a film. I was, you know, burning the midnight candle, right? Just like you, right? I stopped at Wawa today, and I failed to get you the coffee that I asked if you wanted. Yeah. So it's not all a success, but... They covered me here. I did bring in some Wawa pretzels... Sort of Philadelphia-ish mm-hmm. in Northern Virginia 
right? Wawa, Wawa pretzels are still good. Wawa counts as a Philadelphia type chain, right? That's where they're kind of headquartered and based. Oh yeah, is that right? So then I happen to notice packages of yellow mustard, and it says the United States of Sauce America, and it has Pennsylvania on it, and then Indiana on it. And all sorts of different states, Michigan on it. And I did see a yellow mustard package with the words New York on it. Good. Very disappointing because we don't do yellow mustard in the good parts of New York. We only do spicy brown mustard. We are talking about the same parts of New York, right? Yeah. Well, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So as a result, I brought my friends, Mm. Rick Doc Walker and Matthew Essig, Who's going to have to come in here during the break? A Wawa Wawa. Wawa pretzel, which are the best. Uh, And there's plenty of mustard to go around. Uh, And I grabbed it for you you guys so you You can have a show snack. You don't do yellow? I don't do yellow. I do spicy brown. Okay. Yeah, don't touch. Remember when Bruce Allen used to dress his boys in Mm -hmm. yellow mustard pants? Mm -hmm. Not gold. Yellow mustard. They were yellow mustard pants. Yeah. And how successful was that era for the Washington Redskins? 70s, baby. (laughs) Wow. No, I'm saying when Bruce Allen was in charge. Yeah. Yeah. uh, From 2010 through 2020. Not very successful, Doc. We weren't in gold. We weren't the burgundy and gold. We were the burgundy and French's yellow mustard pants. Liberace, man. We've had more uniform (laughs) changes and designs and. It, it, it is part of our tradition. Yeah, is to not know exactly what we're wearing. Right, and to not have it match to the color scheme because yeah. everybody complains now mm-hmm. that it's not a true burgundy. Right, it's, it's more like a cranberry or red raspberry or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I personally don't care about it not being an exact true burgundy. It's close enough for me. But the French's yellow mustard pants that Bruce would always have his boys wear at home mm-hmm. for a 10-year period yeah. while you were roaming the sidelines, while I was up in the booth, yep. what have you, and when we were actually allowed on the field pregame yep. to talk with the boys and get some insight, those pretty much have been yeah. demolished, sent well, away. But we do have yeah. yellow mustard in the, in the bag. Okay. So I, I just want to celebrate Bruce Allen one more day. And also, I, I have this thing about using, again, yellow mustard versus spicy brown mustard. I'm a spicy brown mustard guy. I'm a yellow mustard guy. Okay. Yeah. To each his own. Yeah. You are the good doctor. Yeah. Well, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But I brought plenty of yellow mustard so everybody Beautiful. can have a snack during the show as we chew up Jack Del Rio a little bit. Or the defense a little bit. And that's where I wanted to start okay. with you today. I don't know exactly how you reacted on the post-game show, mm-hmm. which, of course, you can hear Doc uh, with uh, the youngest in not-so-charge <laughs> uh, for the first like hour, hour and a half until you get tired of him. You send him packing, you send him home, and you kick his ass out of the studio. And yeah. then, like Usually you said, the adults can take under over. An hour, yeah. right. Then we go to adult entertainment. Right. Uh, not that kind of adult entertainment. Well, like, it's like our version. Football adult yeah, entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Pigskin right. adult. So I didn't get to hear you because by the time I got back into my car, mm-hmm. the show was over, what have you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you reacted. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, for a third straight game, they gave up over 30 points. They are averaging allowing 30 points per game. And that's including a 16-point performance against the 
offensively challenged Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, uh, you know, the Broncos were, what, 34 points or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bills were 37 points. Again, not all of those points because of the defense. Some of them short fields, turnovers, whatnot. Uh, And then Philadelphia, 34 points in overtime on Sunday. So the season average is 30 points for Jack Del Rio's Burgundy and Gold uh, group. Do you think, let's start here, that this is a Jack Del Rio problem or this is a player execution problem so far through four games? I'm always a player execution guy first because the cords don't play. They could put you in a bad look. You could still beat your guy mm-hmm. and turn it into something good. Uh, I call Carpenter up uh, to get a corner's perspective yeah, I remember he said, and he made, made a good point, Daryl Green was a rookie, mm-hmm. top pick, and we left him on an island. He figured it out. You can't figure it out unless you're put in the position to mm-hmm. figure it out. I was thinking St. Juice because of size right. and length. Then, as Carpenter pointed out to me, could easily had help over the top. And if the kid knew that, maybe he'd have been a little tighter. I, I thought – he wasn't a disaster. He's going up against a stud, but they're all over the league. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a one, because we feel like he, he had his hands on He was close. Mm-hmm. He didn't get smoked. He was close, mm-hmm. but the close thing, you know, it just didn't, didn't match up, and I think he was counting on what all DBs have always told me, Vernon Dean, uh, Green, all these guys, Jarris White, our best friend is pressure. You know, and so we have to then evaluate: Did we were we winning enough up front mm-hmm. to put pressure on them? Now you're going up against the champs, but we measured from Buffalo to that. I go, we didn't look out of place. No, you didn't look like you didn't belong. That would inspire me and frustrate the hell out of me to know that we have these ingredients, but we got to make you know people got to make plays. And I don't know if we had a specific playmaker. That was you, you look at their D line, their oldest guy on their defensive line had his best get, mm-hmm. day. Fletcher, he, Fletcher felt like, yeah. okay, all this young buck talk, I'm gonna show you. And he went against maybe our most physical yeah. guy. Yeah. So I go touche to him. Yeah. I can't ask for any more. Tip of the cap. I'm betting on Sam. Yeah. And but the but and the Sam eldest, has been good before Sam's that. Sam's been damn good. Yeah. But on that day it shows you how age and experience Always tops youth and enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. George Stark. That's an original George Stark line. And so we needed a playmaker. We needed somebody to make a play. B-Rob was running like a ferocious. That hit on the goal line followed by the fumble was just, if he holds on to that, that's being played over and over and over mm-hmm. again. But it wasn't. The big, the big thing out of it is that if you had any doubt about 14, he erased that. And showed that he could recover in, in, in a week. And it didn't blow his mind to have imploded. Because that's one of the worst performances, followed by one of the, one best. Of the best. So if you think in long term, <clears throat> you have to be pleased in that. Uh, I like the fact that we're uh, – Terry, he, he, looked, he was a true one. Mm-hmm. That's what ones look like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can feed him almost no matter what. Jahan came up. I, I thought – all the receiver room, everybody contributed. We're not a one-trick pony. No, we got a group of people, mm-hmm. and I and I really think the whole thing about when you look at our team, Logan Thomas is so valuable. You don't recognize his absence till he's not there, and when he comes back, 
all kind of things open up. Well, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that mm-hmm. because I said last Wednesday that mm-hmm. Logan Thomas playing was going to be a huge thing for the Commanders Bingo. in a positive direction, Bingo, not only for a pass catcher. Oh yes, uh, getting the ball out, but also blocking in line, whatever. And I blocking know he's not a line. stud in that area, well, but okay. he's proficient, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, the guy that replaces you on on Wednesday, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Uh, Lunell. Uh, oh, well, the well. Okay. He got really mad at me because he's got a personal vendetta for whatever reason yeah, against Logan Thomas. He, I think it has something young, to do with angry. The, another situation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I agree with you on on Logan Thomas. But we're gonna. I, I want to get into the offense a little bit later mm-hmm. on, if you don't mind. Yeah, I, I'd like to. Down. I'd like to circle down because you you answered that you are more as a as a former player, mm-hmm. as a Super Bowl champion, as a media analyst for years and years and years that's seen anything and everything, you are a blame it on the players more than blame it on, per se, the coordinator. Always. At least, in, is that always across the board? Well, uh, as, players, or just have to this take situation? Res- players have to take responsibility okay. for there's no perfect play. Right. There's perfect execution. Okay. So this is where we total. I mean, we agree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We are totally lock and sync. Mm-hmm. Yet almost everyone in our audience mm-hmm. tends to blame the coordinator. And in this case, it's Jack Del Rio. So mm-hmm. I wanted to open up the phone lines on the Ace Law listener lines mm-hmm. at 117 early on here. And let's just forget about the offense for a little while. Mm-hmm. Let's forget about the Bears for a little while. Let's forget about all the other ancillary things for a little while. Jack Del Rio or the players themselves, who is more to blame for the 30-point-per-game-allowed average through four games, a horrific a horrific start to what was expected to be a top 10, if not even top 5 defense. And can they turn it around? Who is more to blame in your eyes? You heard what Doc had to say. I wholeheartedly agree with Doc. We'll expand upon it more on the other side. But who do you think? At 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines, um, who do you think is more responsible for the commander's poor start on defense? 30 points per game allowed. Again, not all on the defense. Short fields, turnovers, bad punts, all of that certainly factored in, but that's the way it's going to be viewed from a statistical perspective. We can have some nuance, but who do you think is more responsible? Jack Del Rio or the players at large? 301-230-0980. Ace Law listener lines now open in a wreck. Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. Let's start there, and we'll not uh, start knocking down your calls in just a wee little bit right here on a Tuesday with the DO. In the nation's capital and beyond, just getting rocking and rolling on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Alright, the lines are jumping. We'll get out to you in just a sec. Hang tight. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980 along with the DOC in studio for the full three hours. Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. Be nice uh, to him. Wawa pretzels across the board. Uh, again, not directly from Philadelphia, but it'll do. Pretzels for everybody, baby. Oh, they're the best. They're the best. Uh, and... Um, you know, everybody's got pumpkin spice coffee at this time. You got to, I mean, listen, if you like coffee, iced, hot, whatever, you got to get a little coffee with uh, some pumpkin spice. Not too much because then it's too sugary, too sweet, but just a little smidge, just a little dash, a splash. And that brings us to what we were trying to ask is do the commanders need a splash, an intervention? Do they need... More help on the defensive side because clearly 30 points per game, not a, not cutting it. Jack Del Rio is to blame, according to most people that I've seen on Twitter, X, what have you. But I wanted to ask Doc, who obviously played the game, has watched the game, has analyzed the game forever and ever and ever. If you were with us in the first segment, you heard what he said. He almost always will blame the players more than the coordinator. I'm with him. I've always been that way. I'm sorry. It's the players that play the game, executing, not executing. Yet, we're also smart enough to understand and realize that there were different things that Jack Del Rio could have done on Sunday and could do from game to game, just like there was with Eric Bieniemy from game to game, week three to week four, that we did see a noticeable difference. We'll get to the offense in a sec, but one of the things that you pointed out, Doc, was maybe not giving a, uh, not giving Emmanuel Forbes as much help over the top. Over the top, yeah. And 
I agree with you. Watching from an angle that is not centered, off angle and high, but getting to see the whole field, most of the time, the commanders were playing two deep safeties, Mm -hmm. most of the time. But they, like, my problem was they were late constantly and rotating over. Mm -hmm. And you take one play specifically, and maybe that's not fair, but... The first A.J. Brown touchdown, the one on the the 59-yarder or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they pump a bubble screen to the same side as A.J. Brown is lined up. They've got two receivers kind of bunched up. They pump a bubble screen. Emmanuel Forbes kind of bites on it a little bit. Then he realizes and tracks and coverage, gets torched down the sideline, and Derek Forrest is coming over, isn't there in time, at the point of the catch. And then, unfortunately, and I love Defoe, but, you know, you got to be fair here, right? It's not all, you know, cookies and cream. Defoe makes a really, really, takes a bad angle and misses a tackle. So is that the coordinator? Is that not giving enough help? Is that the help not getting there in time, not executing? And that's why I always and I would assume you why we always kind of tend to circle the wagons if you will and say yeah you can design a lot of things but the players have to actually execute it's all about angles and you're playing a guy in Hurst who's he's excellent and you, you go but again they're the champs so you, you should expect that what you're counting on is pressure and you need one of your four bulls to win up front and I don't think we won enough of those battles. And credit their offensive line for being who they are. But then again, we're unique as well. But you got to prove it. You have to prove it. You got to prove it. You have to be consistent. Yeah. It's not about – see, here's the thing. For me, it's not about one game or one moment. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Forbes got beat a couple of times. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We all know that. It's going he it's going to happen mm-hmm. when you're going against top flight receivers. And if it like it happened on Sunday, it hasn't it hasn't like he got beat for I think the fifty five yarder to uh to, to uh, uh Mims or or whatever his name uh, it was Mims mm-hmm. in Denver. He got beat on that one too. Mm-hmm. But he also came up with a key interception oh, yeah. after that. He's going to get his. And the other day, Doc, he had back-to-back, I think it was back-to-back plays. Maybe it was second, maybe it was first and third down, whatever. I It was in the same series. He had two passes defensed and could have given up more, but he made plays on those, right? Yeah. It's about being consistent. Derek Forrest was really good last year. So far, honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the same Defoe this year mm-hmm. and I've seen him exposed against two better offenses, Buffalo and and um uh uh That's Buffalo and, and 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 Philadelphia at least the last two games and I'm I'm willing to again say, hey, you know what? Everybody's gonna probably get better and better, but right now they need more consistency out of a guy like Derek Forrest. It's not just Emmanuel Forbes. It's not just as simple as what you mentioned, right? You said uh, I think last segment, if I'm memory serves, or maybe it was Kevin, I can't remember about maybe more Benjamin St. Juice. Yeah, a yeah, bigger physical. Right. My exactly. thought was that at least a little bit more length. But mm-hmm. I like the kid. Look, Forbes as a rookie, he was competitive. I mean, he. I mean, on the on the one big play, the six, he couldn't have been closer. He's not getting smoked. No. He and did get a, beat. He got beat, but and, and he but took, it he wasn't bit. ten yards or he anything bit, like and that. And on one, he, yeah. he he got smoked on one. I think he might have thought he had help. Maybe he didn't get the help. 
but it could all be solved if one of your four bag men uh-huh. win a battle up front. Okay. And 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 I want to hit that after the yeah, bottom I mean, of the hour break later, because I mean, obviously there's a lot of talk about that. But yeah. but just doubling down before we get to the calls mm-hmm. on just your notion there, I agree that Benjamin St. Juice would be a better matchup against. That's what I was thinking. AJ Brown and remember in Week Three last year at mm-hmm. FedEx when mm-hmm. Kendall Fuller was getting absolutely fried by Devonte, uh, not Devonte, uh, yeah, Devonte Smith. Six, yeah. Uh, in that second quarter, they yeah. scored 24 points. It was all against, you know, Devontae uh, against Kendall Fuller. Well, who was on the other side? Who was shutting down for the most? He did allow a nine-yard slant touchdown. Right. But third down, fast breakups all over the place. Benjamin St. Juice was yeah. on A.J. Brown and was really good. So I'm a little surprised that they didn't try something like that on mm-hmm. Sunday, to your point. Here's my question to you. Can you do that if Emmanuel Forbes is not necessarily comfortable in the slot. Meaning, when you're playing nickel, which you are in a lot, right? Mm-hmm. 75% of the time, 80% of the time, whatever it is, maybe more. Can you be that versatile early in a rookie campaign to say, hey, Emmanuel, even though you've practiced it some, we need you now to go inside the slot. They tried it in, in camp. Again, I'm not down on But can you do him. that in a game? Well, no? that's up to Jack and yeah. them. And do you I think that coach. can be... Can be done enough, well enough in a game? That would be a jack question yeah. because he see, you know, I can't speak blindly. If you don't see practice and you're not there, you really you're just hoping that you're right. What I saw from camp, they did experiment with him. He's not out of place. He belongs. That happens all across the league. Right. What happened? He didn't, you know, and he could, and he's going to make some plays. Right. What I love about him is if you get him, he's going to get you back. So he's competitive. He's and again, what the corners have told me in my life is that everything's better with heat on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everything's better with heat mm-hmm. in the quarterback. You really have no excuse for not getting heat on the quarterback unless you're saying I can't get there with four. Right. Well, then you need to send more pressure. Well, then you in. need to send more. So it's going. To, you're going to answer one of your two questions. If the four horsemen can't get it done. Then we got to get innovative. Well, and the question is: is why can't the four horsemen get it done all the time, not just some of the time? Not well, just Philly, against I mean, weaker offenses. You're playing offenses. the champion, so it's not going to be every time. Right. But I want to, and again, to their defense against Buffalo, whenever we throw their stats up, they were put in a bad situation mm-hmm. over and over and over mm-hmm. with interceptions and sacks. Yeah. So I, I, I really. Think they probably exceeded expectations in some areas, and others. The only thing I'm waiting to see, I thought more havoc. This is a group that, when I see what Pittsburgh and San Francisco and Dallas get done with one freak, mm-hmm. when I see the impact they put on the game with one freak, then I'm expecting a hell of a lot more with four. And often you're like me, somewhat let down. I'm I'm waiting to see what the counter is to okay. it. Okay. Because it's got to be a reason. Sometimes, again, we play the champs. Yep. Okay. And Buffalo is upper pedigree. Essentially a champion pedigree yeah. team. Yeah. But then again, I think our guys are proven that they can play at a really high level, but they got to do it. All right. It's not an interview in the offseason. This is in season. The game just happened and it's on film. Your call's coming straight up, 301-230-0980. You heard what Doc had to say. I've countered a little bit uh, about some of the things, and there's more. 
that we can pick on the bone. We'll get into the pass rush or the somewhat lack thereof or maybe some of the inconsistency, even though some of the numbers would tell you a little bit different. We'll get into it all on the other side, plus with you at 301-230-0980. Time for a quick trending alert. Ah, the baseball playoffs start today. No Max Scherzer for the Texas Rangers, but the Tampa Bay Rays have all sorts of injuries and missing ingredients, yet they're at home. Best two out of three. First game up, 3 o'clock Eastern time later on this afternoon. Second up is Toronto at Minnesota. Target field, 4.30 first pitch there. Arizona, Milwaukee tonight at 7 o'clock in Brewtown. And Miami and Philadelphia, the Phillies and Bryce Harper, Uh, hosting the fish at 8 o'clock at Citizens Bank Park, where I was just outside of the other day. All of that action coming up on the first day of the baseball postseason. Meanwhile, the Giants got ripped to shreds last night by the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Their defense racking up 11 sacks of Daniel Jones. If you thought it was bad against Buffalo, wait till you watch that tape. Ryan Dable, not happy. Things not going good for the one and three Giants who were playing without Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, and more. Giants next up at Miami. Meanwhile, the Commanders and the Bears getting set for Thursday night football. Once again, Chase Claypool not going to be a part of the action for Chicago on Thursday night at FedEx Field. And that's what's trending. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, right out to your calls in just a sec. You know, Doc, we have some big-time players around here. I asked Coach Sheehan if he was uh, available to come and join us for a couple of minutes just to get his perspective. I love hearing him and you serious? together. I, I There's did. no way he'll do He's playing golf. That's what he told me. He yeah. said he would love to, but he's got a golf outing. You know, I mean, so apparently. Hey, it's Tuesday at the club. Yeah, come on. Apparently, the yeah. country club is open for business. Yeah. But, uh. I mean, and I'm just busting. I can't shots. believe that you asked him. There's no way. He would <laughs> well, do I it. didn't know that he was going golfing. I didn't know that's hey, how man. the uh, the elite rock and roll on a Tuesday. Him, I didn't know that. Carpenter, yeah. Goldsboro, yeah, they're all at the links. Yeah. Well, we're not. We're here, and we're here for you. We'll get more into the pass rush because I got some things that I want to talk with 
uh, with Doc uh, uh, about that coming up here in just a little bit. But we want to get you involved uh, as early as we can here. So let's go out to the Ace Law listener lines right here at 301-230-0980. And start at the top here. Phil in Maryland is in the leadoff spot. What's up, Phil? How are you? Hey, how are you, gentlemen? Thank you so much for taking the call. Thanks for making Um, it. I was back and forth uh, on my answer until I heard Doc say he's not Jack, and that really is the bottom line answer. I think it is on Jack. I hate to put the blame. <clears throat> I think he's a good guy, but he's got he's in charge of the coordinators, and the coordinators coach the guys more acutely on a day-to-day basis. And I know you're going to get into the pass rush, but we need to teach Chase how to bend or do a swim move or something. He just bull rushes. And these mobile quarterbacks can step right up and get past us. I'm not too worried about Forbes. He's going to get his. Um, I think he's got a great opportunity to redeem himself um, against DJ. And it's going to be an exciting game. I cannot believe we're in another must-win with De- with uh, Chicago. That's two years in a row. I know it's early, but we've got to <laughs> win the next three to keep pace. Thank you, Hale. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Phil. Appreciate it. 301 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Ed is in Alexandria on the Team 980 with the DOC. What's up, Ed? How are you? I'm doing great. Doug, long time, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, well, you know, Doug knows me for a long, long, long time. I call it like it is. And Doug is right. The kid, the uh, horse, he's going to be a hell of a player. Yes, he's going to get burned. He's going against one of the best receivers in the league, okay? But I like his swagger because I, I like it. I like for a small guy like he is, I like it. But everything starts, like Doug said, up front. If you're not generating enough pressure up front, you're giving those too much time in the pocket for those quarterbacks to find. On Sunday, we had an opportunity to get off the field three different times. Jack Del Rio called a song type of defense where Chase Young, instead of rushing, he became, uh, he had to cover the slot, the wide receiver or or the tight end. That's a terrible call, man. I mean, Jack Rio is too predictable. And early in the show, in the earlier show with Sheehan, he was saying that Jack Rio typically doesn't get going until the fifth week of the season. That's what the that's what the numbers bear fruit on. They are way, yeah, way, 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 way different defense. Usually after the first four games or five games of the year, at least here. Yeah, another thing, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed with the number fifty-seven. Two fifty-seven is not a good player. Yeah, all. you're not the I only like one. <laughs> and uh, and the other one I'm disappointed at is a curl. He's on the contract this year. And, you know, the ball somehow is getting to his hands, and he's not coming up with those plays. He mm-hmm. needs to come up with plays. And that's, that's the difference. Because, really, this team is, if they play to their standards, I mean, to who, who they are, right. this is a top 5-10 defense. Well, so, they, they, they clearly haven't played to that standard. We all know that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good call. Appreciate it. Um, here, Doc, there's... There's no way anybody could say they're playing to a certain standard so far, right? No matter who you are, no matter what your name is, no matter how big your paycheck is. There's nobody on this defense, maybe outside of Kendall Fuller, that is playing 
I would say a high level. There's I think guys that are playing, playing at a real okay. high level. All right, so may- see when you look at ninety three, ninety four, if they if they demand a double, mm-hmm. they have done their job. Plus, that's getting two men on one, which means somebody else has got to win. That's I, my I, point. I slipped. This is the first game I've seen ninety four look human. Okay, he's been. Wrecking people. He's been wrecking people, and and you're right because maybe he was a little bit MIA on Sunday. I I kind of out of sight, out of mind. You're, mm-hmm. you're you're right on that. I guess what I would say is there are t- maybe my expectations for each one of those four guys is just too much. And, and I know we're going to get into the pass rush so. in general. No, I don't think so. Lane Johnson, number one. The other f- freak. Uh, is Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. Well, it was freak on freak. Mm-hmm. So if right. you went in thinking he was going to beat Lane Johnson right. to death, then you don't know football. Right. But so then it comes to who had the best, the easiest matchup? You got jo- the Jolly Green Giant. I thought Chase, I thought if I, thought I were Chase wagering, had, had a pretty, he had a good game. Yeah. But I was thinking, man, this could be a great game for him because that boy's too big to deal with Chase when Chase is fully operational. And he got a sack. I mean, he has some mm-hmm. some pressure. He was the guy I would have wagered if I over under. I would have said threes in range. This is what my gut was telling me. And um, and then and John is John. That's the one thing about John. Mm-hmm. He's gonna always give you that. So that's the way you look at it. Now, the one guy that I can't. And again, I'm not a coordinator, but I think Jamin Davis. His ability, because he's quick twitch. He's got what LeVar had. Mm-hmm. He's got what uh, 21 had. There's certain guys, no matter what you time them in, in-game, they're faster. And I'd just like to see him rushing more. I'd like to see him more as a guy sicking on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's just me. What? Uh, back to Deron Payne for a sec before mm-hmm. we grab another call. Mm-hmm. Because the Eagles lost their right guard mm-hmm. earlier in the game, mm-hmm. I just – is it wrong of me to expect a little bit more because no. of that? Because that was a matchup I thought you could take advantage of going in, and then they lose uh, Cam Jurgens, I think is his name, mm-hmm. and then I just didn't feel it the entire game. One thing about a, a guy backing up, a guy who's really good, you just don't know about the other guy. If he mm-hmm. made their team, he's unique. Mm-hmm. He goes against Fletcher Cox and these guys every day. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a little disappointed in our O-line – from being shocked because you can see these guys every day. Mm-hmm. It's not like we don't have quality people to go up against just like the freaks we play. Mm-hmm. So that's where I expect a little bit more. Uh, all I'm hoping is that we don't give up the perfect no-hitter where a guy gets no contact right. on the guy who gets a free run on a quarterback. That's happened way too much. Jerron Payne, by the way, on Sunday, according to PFF, mm-hmm. one hit, one hurry, two pressures, a 49.2 out of 100 pass rushing grade on 44 snaps, uh, 44 pass rushing snaps. So you take that for what and, it is. And, and, and I again, just say that PFF because I have right. such great feel for his talent, mm-hmm. I think any time that he and John aren't dominating a game, I want to know what happened. And usually they they requiring more than one guy blocking them, mm-hmm. which means now somebody everybody yeah. can't be doubled. Right. I need somebody to win. 
And you don't win every play. Well, you go maybe up more attention was paid between Kelsey and Landon Nickerson and, and the right guard situation for the Eagles yep. to those two guys, which then freed up Chase for some things because John mm-hmm. had three pressures, according to PFF. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't think John or Duran really, like, put their stamp on that game. Montez yeah. had a big late quarterback hit yep. and pressure that got them off the field. Chase obviously had the big sack against Maialata and had, uh, I think, five other pressures he or whatever. He was a menace. Chase was, Chase he was, was menacing. good. He was menacing. Chase wasn't perfect. I mean, there was one play he was uh, – Dr. Sabah sent me and he was lollygagging on a fumble, and maybe if he was, like, running to the football, maybe he could have gotten there. I don't know if you he would have – got to understand one thing. His body, he's not where the rest of the guys are mm-hmm. from a con- football, from conditioning a football conditioning standpoint. And it was warm, and and some it don't matter. You, know, you can't it was warm you can't Sunday. make that up when yeah. you're out that long, and he's going to get better and better every game. Okay. But I think F.A. Abada. See, I think he's missed more than anybody ever wants to say. Oh, I love F.A. I love him to death. I don't know what's going on with K.J. Uh, James Smith has been quiet. Two Hill, those guys make plays. Yeah, Two Hills constantly. Yeah, making, they make like, plays. Little so, plays. JSW was in the backfield on that one big scramble mm-hmm. from Jalen Hurts late yeah. in the game, 24 yarders, and he barely missed them. Yep. But he did miss them. Yeah. He did miss them. Yeah. Um, uh, again, you know, we'll we'll splinter in. Again, the question at large is who's more responsible, Jack Del Rio or the players mm-hmm. as a whole? Let's get uh, quickly to Brooke in Landover here, and then we'll take the time out and reset. What's up, Brooke? How are you? Hey, how you guys doing today? Take, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for making so, it. I seen a little, uh, no problem. I uh, seen a little clip from uh, AJ Brown's uh, press conference, and they asked him, you know, how did you feel about you know, the rookie, you know what I'm saying, following you around and, you know what I'm saying, all day. He was like, uh, well, it was a lot of one-on-one, mm-hmm. and I think they gave him a lot of respect. They gave him a lot of respect, and then he just laughed. So if that was if that was the case going in, if they didn't really have a plan for a- A.J. Brown, their plan was to, hey, put the rookie on him and just see how he do, I think that was a bad plan. I think it was a bad scheme. Um, you can't – that's A.J. Brown. I'm saying he's one of the greatest wide receivers in the league right now. Yeah, but like to and, Doc, but but Brooke, real quickly to Doc's point, right? If you start then doubling and shading a safety over the top and bracketing AJ Brown, what's going to happen? Devontae Smith or Dallas Goddard's going to kill you, or you're going to have to give up something in the run game, which was clearly their emphasis, trying to keep the run game, DeAndre Swift and others under control. Like you can't do everything that you want. Like Doc's point is if can't, if Deron Payne and John Allen are drawing double teams, well that's going to free somebody up. They're they're doing their job. You can't again double everyone or shade everyone or bracket everyone, right? Or 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 you know, maybe I, I, I'm missing I, the point. I get I get that. I get that, but how do we stop the the 30-yard touchdown passes? The 40-yard touchdown passes? I would rather them be able to, to throw it underneath, and you know, I think our defense uh, is better in the red zone. It's, it's been like that for the past couple of years. Like it's, it's it's extremely hard for other teams to score against us in the red zone. So, but I think what hurts our team is the one play, big play. Yeah, we got we got to stop that somehow. I agree. So I'm saying I I, I think the players I think it's kind of half and half. You know what I'm saying? The players miss miss play sometimes, but. We got to do better in scheming sometimes against these other teams, the, the good teams, the great teams. We got to do better in scheming. 
So Brooke says 50-50 on Del Rio and the players. Good call there. Warrior calls coming up, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Take a quick time out. The DOC in studio with us. We'll continue going through it. Jack Del Rio or the players who's more to blame in your eyes and your opinion. Let's keep it coming on a Tuesday in the DMV. Approaching 2 o'clock, let's go right back to the call so we keep the line moving. At 301-230-0980, just everybody be patient. Go as quick as you can so we can get all of you in as fast as we can. Let's go to Jason at Omaha listening on the Odyssey app. What up, Jason? How are you? What's up, Chris? What's up, Doc? What's up, Jason? What's going on? Uh, I definitely want to piggyback off of what the last caller said. Uh, about the scheming and the game planning of how you want to attack uh, A.J. Brown. Um, last year, St. Juice was on him pretty much. I don't know all the exact numbers. I'm not Kevin. But I believe... <laughs> oh, nobody is. Believe I was going to say. Yeah, nobody love- is. <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. That's, that's my boy. He really knows his... his oh, yeah, no question. It's the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach right, has right, got all but, the analytics, uh, yeah. the charts, everything. Yeah, he's got everything. <laughs> right. I really do believe St. Juice should have played more on A.J. Brown, and that would have changed the game tremendously. Uh, he had some success on him last year, and that's why I would give some of more of the blame to Jack Del Rio because you got to put the personnel on the field. Like, I uh, – you got a player that has had some success against him recently, and you want to use that, and you want to use that against different players. Like, because when 13 comes in, he's going to want to try to make a play. So I feel that they went into that game uh, underprepared. I'm talking about the players. So I can't really blame the players as much as a lot of other people want to. Uh, so. That's where I'm at with that, but it, I mean, it. You're, you got to like Doc said. You got to listen to what Jack says this week and how he counters. You know what I mean? How we look against uh, Justin Fields, which looked good on Sunday. So, well, uh, you know see. they're going to try and isolate DJ Moore and mm-hmm. uh, against Emmanuel Forbes and try and take their chances with that matchup, right? He, here's my problem, right. just quickly, Doc and and, uh-huh. and, and Jason. You got three outside corners and only two spots right. to play them. Mm-hmm. Right? So one of them is being forced but to play no, inside no, the no. slot, and that's St. Jude's. I Juice. disagree with uh, Chris, I disagree with you there because Forbes can follow. You know what I mean? He can follow a receiver. Now, when you say three outside corners, of course, uh, you know what I mean? They, they played that. So, yes, you do have it. But you, you have to, as coaches, mix it up. And – that's why I agree with the last caller. It's, it's just it's coaching. You really have to prepare these guys better. And the offense was prepared. They looked prepared. You know what I mean? They got us to where we needed to go. The Jack Del Rio, I, I mean, he, he's done well here. But he has to counter, and he has to counter in games. The first time they tried him, uh, I'm talking about Forbes, 
they should have put juice in there and got hands on him. It is no reason for you to let a rookie and me and up to that game, he has been doing it. He he has been calling um the personnel to match up the other teams correctly. But I just feel, um, Jack, you have to do better. And Ron, that's on you. I mean, you got to be in his ear. We got to win these games. I hear you, Jason. Uh, let, let, let me jump in here. Appreciate you as always. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, one last quick one here before the uh, top of the hour, DOC. Why don't we go to Eddie D in Centerville? What up, Eddie? Hey, How D. are you? Hey, how's it going? How's it going? How are you? Uh, I've, been, I've been listening to you for a very long time, Doc. My first time talking with you. My man. I actually heard you on uh, the post game, and you mentioned uh, Coach Verbanek. Uh, with the coulda, shoulda, woulda. And I, yeah. Are we talking about Coach Tom Verbanek? Yep, Fairfax High School's best. He's in Fairfax now? Cause no, he, no, he, he had left. But when I worked with the music at Fairfax. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was my coach at Westfield. I thought, I thought he was just doing baseball. Yeah, yeah. well, he does. He does both. He's that kind of guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he taught me a lot. Yeah, uh, me too. Like taught that. me a lot of football. Yeah, Um. so the reason I called, like I was telling Maddie. Uh, was that um, they used Curl last game to spy on Hertz. They used Davis to spy on uh, on uh, on the bill on Josh Allen uh, two weeks ago, and um, that's the reason why Forbes was left alone most of the game. And uh, if Forbes went somewhere else, they would have just picked on him. They would have gone with Smith, whoever Forbes was covering. That's who they were going with last game. So it, I don't think it mattered who they switched on. So to my point is that I believe that it's 51-49 Jack Del Rio's fault, that he should have figured something else out. He should have, oh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, it, was, it went to overtime, you know what I mean? And we'll see them in three weeks, and uh, hopefully he learned his lesson from, from what, he, what he did uh, last Sunday. But I, I am very worried about fields because we haven't seen a speed like that all year. And if, and if Jack Del Rio is playing scared like he was against Hurts, you know, not make sure that he doesn't run, um, I don't know if he wants to do that again. You know what I mean? Um, because, you know, Fields is not hurt. He's not going to beat you in the pocket. You know what I mean? But if he does it again and somehow, some way they lose, that's going to be all on Jack Del Rio. And there's a way, like you said, Doc, there's a, there's a chance that, that the Bears can, can win this game. And so if they do, it's going to be all on Jack Del Rio if, if he plays that whole, you know, spying on the quarterback right. the whole game, basically. Right. Good call, Eddie. As always, appreciate you. Uh, Thank you, pal. Uh, Appreciate you. All right, we'll get to the rest of you guys. We've got a bunch of the usual uh, suspects, a bunch of the heavy hitters uh, coming up, including Jonesy and Jeff and Lou and Paulie and Bones and uh, a couple of newbies, if you will. Uh, Sid and Robert, we'll get to you guys uh, as well. After 2 o'clock on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.